This is the Easy Living Yards podcast. I'm your man with the plan host, Ben Hale. Let's jump in and learn how to have a healthy, beautiful yard with less work so you can enjoy more time doing what you love. What's up and welcome to episode 25 of the Easy Living Yards podcast. Today we are talking about backyard landscaping ideas. This is going to be a fun episode today, guys. I am super excited because this is a, a, a fun topic that I like to talk about and, and to also experience is just fun backyards. So this will be a fun one today and hopefully you guys come away with some great ideas for your backyard and how to transform it into a wonderful space. And I got to say, too, for today's recording, I'm also excited to be recording this just because it's a beautiful day. And I hope you're having a beautiful day, too. Right now, you know, most people think this would not be beautiful, but it's windy. It's rainy right now, but it's just so nice and comfortable at the same time. The the landscapes around me are just are just teeming with life, um, starting to see lots of color come through in the landscape. And it's just a fun time. I, I just enjoy that. And, and even though it's rainy and even though it's cloudy and, and, uh, windy, that there's just a lot of beauty and it's even just a fun experience to be outside. So, um, if you're not a huge fan of the rain, just think about it. You know, this is feeding our plants, making our landscapes beautiful. And rain itself is just, to me, is always something I've kind of enjoyed. I, the one asterisk or caveat there I have to say is if it's like 40 degrees out and it's rainy, I'm not, I'm not such a fan of that. But, <laughs> but, uh, if it's nice and warm and it's rainy, um, it's just such a beautiful time. And it's so nice to be out in the rain sometimes. So if you haven't done that and experienced the rain and a nice, comfortable setting, uh, consider doing so because it's just such a beautiful time. And I think a lot of people miss out on it. So anyway, all right, enough about that. Uh, Let's jump into it today. So again, we're going to be talking about backyard landscaping ideas. And so... When I think about, you know, I, usually before these episodes, what I do is I kind of sit down and jot down a few notes, um, which usually turn into the show notes for the show. And so when I sat down and was thinking about, okay, what am I going to talk about today with backyard landscaping ideas? Um, where my mind went is, is what the backyard is generally meant for or what people usually think about with their backyard. And then also the specific um, features of a backyard that you find. So when I think of a backyard and what most people think of a backyard, um, is that it's a place for fun and for leisure. So your front yard, you know, is like the grand entrance to your house. It's bringing people into your space. And so it's welcoming. You're trying to bring people in. The backyard is a lot different. And so there's a, there's a huge change in the space as well, because, you're not trying to do the same thing with the backyard. You're trying to relax, to enjoy life, to to have fun. And so those are the kind of things I think about. So a backyard is a space to be entertaining, to be relaxing, for for playing, um, for privacy, for retreat. I could keep going, but those are the kind of the top things I thought about um, when I think about backyards. 
Okay, I had to take a quick break there to pause the recording because I had the windows cracked, and like I said, it's a little rainy and windy, so uh, the wind started blowing in uh, the rain into the car, and <laughs> which is my high-tech recording studio. Um, I, I should phrase it that way, right? So the wind started blowing into my high-tech recording studio, and all my expensive podcast recording equipment was at dire risk, and so I had to pause the recording. Anyway, all right, so... When we're talking about backyards, um, it's also a multifunctional space. So here's, you know, again, this isn't the comprehensive list here I put together, but these are the top things that came to mind when I think about the the types of uses that go into a, a backyard. And the most common ones I think of are a patio or deck, uh, a play area, an open yard space for running around or certain activities, uh, storage, a vegetable garden, a fire pit, and a pool. So those are very, very, very different uses, but they all kind of get put into this space of our yards, you know, of our properties. And and most often this stuff gets put into our backyard and, you know, sometimes the side yard or whatever. But but here we're focusing on the backyard. And so these are some very diverse uh, uses of our yard. And some of them are very utilitarian. Some of them are are more fun and entertaining. But but our backyards really need to serve a lot of purposes in order to meet our needs and to enjoy our lives. And as a brief aside here, I have to say that for me, when it comes to properties, the backyard is my favorite. And it's, you know, it's where life happens. That's, that's to me why it's my favorite space of the yard is because there's so much stuff going on, there's so much interaction between us and the space. And and so to me, backyards can just be, they have the potential to be just fascinating and fun. And I don't, you know, for me personally, I don't feel like the other parts of the property get as much fun or value out of them as as a backyard. So you can have tons of beauty and you can have tons of beautiful interaction between the spaces in a backyard. And I don't want to get, you know, too deep here, too artistic, but to me, it's just such a beautiful space that you can, you know, even though sometimes it doesn't feel beautiful, it has so much potential for beauty, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And, and we can really make our backyard such a wonderful place to live and to enjoy and also serve our needs. And that's why I love backyards. And, you know, I touched upon a little piece there too, of saying this is where life happens. That's so important to me, because if you go all the way back to episode one, I talked about the right mindset for our yard and for our life. And usually we have that flipped around, just not even on purpose. We don't even think about it in our lives. But our, we let our yards rule our life, and instead we should we should live our life before you know letting our yard uh, dictate what we do with our life. And so that's what we're all about here: is designing our yards in a way where they're beautiful, they're functional, and they meet our lifestyle needs. So we don't have to be out there taking care of them to get the beauty we want out of them. And so that's our goal here. That's our primary goal: is to have beauty but also to have freedom. And and so that's, again, why I love backyards is because there's so much potential for that, for, for us to use our yards in a way where we can enjoy it, we can get life out of it, and, and that's what we're all about. 
So I'm going to leave a link in the show notes for episode one. If you guys haven't listened to it, I strongly encourage you to go back to listen to it because it it just drills down deep into really why we have our property and our landscapes and, and how they can serve our needs for us to live our life more fully and, and that our life is way more important than what we do with our landscapes. And so if I just want to make that abundantly clear is, is it's such an important thing. And, and that's why we're here talking about these low maintenance landscapes that we can design to, to be beautiful, to be functional and to fit into our lifestyle. Okay. So let's get back a little bit, you know, on topic here with backyards specifically. So when we're talking about backyards, with so many functions that we have, so many different uses of our backyard, so many different activities that are going on, it often feels disjointed. So it feels kind of broken up or whatever. You have different spaces, maybe um, kind of just ran- it's It almost seems random, right? Where you have different things just kind of strewn about your backyard because you don't really know how to put it together because they're so different, right? You have maybe a storage shed on one spot and then you have, you know, a, a jungle gym for your kids and maybe you have a little dog run space. Maybe you have a pool. And so how do you just kind of like make it fit? You know, is it really even something you can do? Can you make everything kind of fit together without just looking like a, a big space that you have to trim around all the different uh, pieces of your yard with your trimmer and, you know, kind of mow in, in all sorts of weird patterns to get around everything? Well, because it seems so haphazard, it can be difficult. And, and this can lead, like I said, to extra work to maintain your yard. And so you might have to end up moving things when you're mowing. So moving like patio chairs or fire pits or whatever, or you have to mow around them. Um, you have all sorts of different spaces. My, uh, growing up, we had a, an above ground pool in our backyard. And I remember we had, you know, to keep it safe, we had a little picket fence that we had built around it. And so it was such a pain to, to mow that space because we had to, uh, weed trim around the fence. And then we had to go in the pool area, you know, inside this fenced in area. So open up the gate, take the push mower and go all the way around it. And, and the mower could barely fit around it in certain spots, but it was just such a pain to mow. And, um, but you know, it had to be done. And so all these different little bits of the yard add to a lot of maintenance that we aren't really aware of, um, as we're doing it, but it adds a lot of time to, um, and a lot of effort to, to maintain it. So how do we kind of, you know, tackle this? Well, when we have a properly designed landscape, we actually, what we can do is we can create individual spaces. So each space has a different purpose or different set of purposes, and it kind of breaks up the space a little bit, and we can design these spaces to also be low maintenance. A good design can also kind of integrate things or bring bring different spaces together. So instead of just having, you know, individual spaces by themselves, what you do is you have these individual spaces that are then kind of networked together to, to integrate them together, to bring them together into a, you know, your one property that has multiple different uses throughout and it has good flow throughout. So what this does with a good design is you add unity to your yard, you add flow or progression to your yard, and you also add interest. So 
instead of just having, you know, a flat lawn or, or whatever, um, you know, a lawn that might, you might have a sloped yard, right? But, but just to have an open lawn with, you know, your, your jungle gym here and your storage shed there and, and maybe a patio here and a pool there, you kind of have different spaces that are networked through, um, connected pathways or, or, um, just openings in your space. And, at the same time, what you can do is you can reduce a lot of your lawn that you have to maintain with low maintenance plantings or low maintenance borders. And, um, and in doing so, you've, you've created individual spaces that are kind of connected together and they also take a lot less work to maintain. So that's kind of the goal here is to understand what your needs are for your space and how to create these different spaces for your yard. So when you have this good design, your backyard should basically, it should kind of welcome you outside from your house. It should pull you out of your house. You want to go into the landscape. You, you want to go experience your yard. And once you're there, it also should make you want to stay in the space. So as you're thinking about ideas for your yard, for your backyard, you should be thinking, okay, what, how would I want to, what would make me want to be out there more? What would make it feel more welcoming? Is something preventing me from feeling welcome in that space right now? And then once I'm there, what would make me want to stay out there? What would, what would the feel be like? Or what sort of um, design would make me want to feel just comfortable and welcome in my own space instead of just there, instead of just in your yard, right? You know, I'm, I'm in my yard. It's nice, whatever. Here's the play gym. Um, instead it should be something like, well, oh, I'm experiencing my yard and maybe this is kind of hard to grasp or understand, but basically that's what plants can do. That's what gardens can do is they can, they can create space. They can create a feeling or an emotion. And, and so that's what we're trying to do is to, to make our yard have something that tells us, you know, it tells a story. It, uh, and this doesn't have to be something deep or incredibly meaningful, but just something that it means you, as you go out, you experience something different. So instead of just being out walking on a carpet of lawn, you're outside interacting with your landscape by seeing different things, smelling different things, feeling different things, or hearing different things. And that's what I mean by your landscape can tell you a story. It, it creates a different space as you go through it. Okay. Now let's let's come out of the deep uh, philosophical level and get back to um, some more idea-based stuff, all right? So when it comes to our backyard, when you're thinking about design ideas for your yard or what to do with your backyard, I want to ask you some questions to consider. So I don't know. I'm going to pause real quick. I don't know if you guys can hear it, but my, my recording studio right now is being bombarded with some pretty heavy rain so it's it's kind of awesome i don't know if you guys can hear that or not but anyway i don't know if the microphone picks it up uh maybe for your hearing pleasure maybe it shouldn't but um but right now it is it's very enjoyable actually so i kind of love the fact that i'm recording these episodes from my car because i just i get to be outside and experience the landscape as it happens and it's kind of fun so i'm not gonna lie sometimes it gets a little warm or a little crazy but uh (laughs) it's really nice right now okay so 
back on track again. All right. So when we're thinking about questions to consider for our landscape, our backyard landscape, these questions really should help you frame or understand what are the, the primary changes that needed to happen in your yard? What's not working right now? Or what could be better than right now? Or how could you experience your yard better than right now? So that's kind of what these questions are meant to help you understand. So first, what are the existing functions of your backyard? And what are the existing spaces of your backyard? So if you were kind of to divide it into spaces, what would those spaces be? What would those the functions of those spaces be? So I've kind of used these examples already of you might have, if you have kids, you, you probably have some sort of playground space or probably a, a play gym in it or something, right? Um, you probably have like a storage area like for tools and uh, maybe a tool shed or something. Um, you probably have something like a patio or a deck or a gathering space of some sort. So each of these are a space and they serve a function. So your patio is a function of entertainment or relaxation. Um, your playground is a space for fun, for activities, for, for relaxation as well, for playing. Um, your tool shed is a functional space. So you need it to store things and you need it to uh, serve your needs when you're working on things, right? So each of these has a function as well as a space designated for it. So it might not be a formal space, but what we can do is we can consider maybe turning that into some sort of more formal designated space. And that allows that space to have a specific need at the right time in the specific location that should be. Okay, now that we're thinking about our existing functions and our existing spaces, I'm going to change that a little bit, change that question, and say, what are the desired functions and spaces that you want? So it could match exactly what you currently have, but maybe there's not something quite right about your space. Maybe you want more space or more functional space for entertainment. And what would that look like? Uh, or maybe you want more of a designated play space. Um, this is certainly true. Both of these things are certainly true with our space right now. Uh, our backyard needs a lot of work. Um, and I've touched on this in previous episodes is we've been in this house for, gosh, almost six years now. But most of that time has been focused on taking care of the interior of the home and making it livable and then also just uh, raising our family. And so now we're starting to finally think about our exterior of our house think about our landscape and and certainly our backyard could use some help as well and so for the kids as they're growing now old enough to be able to play outside somewhat independently um the the play space for them is kind of lacking and so uh what they end up doing is they raid my tool shed and end up playing with all my tools which um and they do pretty safely so uh but they end up having a lot of fun as well so um we could really stand to have a, a more expanded play space for them, more dedicated play space for the kids, um, and likewise for entertaining guests. So, so these are two great examples for our own yard as well. Okay, what's the current access to your backyard and to these different spaces? Is there something that may be restricting access? So for us, as you come out our back patio door, which is the primary way to access the backyard, we have a deck, and the deck is fenced around the edge, even though it only stands maybe about a uh, 
eight inches off the ground. So it's a, it's a ground level deck and, um, you have to walk straight out the back instead of my most common access is actually to the tool shed, uh, when I go out back because we don't use our backyard for, for other purposes a lot right now, but I have to walk off the deck backward and then off to the side to go to the tool shed as opposed to having more direct access. So the deck actually restricts my access to what I use it most for. And so likewise, maybe you have a yard with a pool right out your back door and that pool may be fenced in. So in order for you to get to the rest of your yard, you may have to walk down some stairs uh, off to the side around the pool and then through a gate that doesn't have very direct access to your yard. And so that really restricts access to any other functions you might have in your backyard. And so that can be difficult. Likewise, maybe you have a dog fence close to your house uh, to allow your dogs to go outside. But then in order for you to get to the rest of your yard, you have to, you maybe have a small side gate that allows you to go out to your backyard, but just that simple restriction um, can really impose on your use of the remaining parts of the yard. And so these are just things to consider. Is there something that um, restricts access to a place that you would use more often? And this could just be distance too. Maybe you have a garden, right? A vegetable garden. But oftentimes we place our vegetable garden way in the back corner of our property. Well, this is something that should probably be visited nearly every day of the growing season, either for weeding or watering or harvesting. And it's it definitely makes it much more difficult, even though it doesn't seem like it when you plant it, to have that in the back corner of your yard as opposed to right out the back door or something like that. So just to consider, is there something that restricts your access to your current space that you have Or is there something that might restrict access to the desired space that you want? So as we're thinking about ideas for backyard design, one thing could be, is there some way we can enhance this access without, you know, having to majorly change something? We don't want to fill in our pool if it's in the back, but maybe we can make it easier to access the other areas. So just consider that as you're thinking about changes. Okay, next, could you create so-called rooms or spaces with specific functions? So what this does, you know, when I'm talking about an outdoor room, a lot of times there is a some sort of physical divide of, of plantings or a hardscape structure that actually divides the space between two spaces. And this doesn't have to be, you know, significantly established or anything, but it could just be some sort of visual partition that slightly designates one space from another. And so these outdoor rooms, what they do is they give a sense of identity or purpose to a space. So instead of just having kind of a giant open space with things that seem kind of haphazard, it it shows a deliberate placement of things by uh, landscaping around these spaces. Next, is there any unnecessary space that you have? Or is... Another way to think about it, is there any extra space, right? So I've certainly learned this in the past several years with my own property is we live on about a half an acre and that's, you know, kind of your typical um, mid to late century um, size lot for suburbs. And so about a half an acre and at the time I was like, oh, you know, I'd really loved, I mean, my goal 
eventually would be have, you know, 20 plus acres of beautiful land with some nice forest on it or whatever. But what I've realized too is a half an acre of developed land is a lot of land to maintain. And so the reality is we end up having a lot of space that really its main use is maintaining. And that's not a great thing to have. And so the nice thing would be to convert the unused space or the so-called extra space into a low-maintenance space that just provides beauty and may still provide a function of framing other spaces or providing a backdrop to other spaces or things like that where it's not completely, you know, waste space. It's just space that you don't frequently use and you don't want the primary use to be maintenance. So what you could consider for these unnecessary space or extra spaces is something like a low-maintenance garden. And what a low-maintenance garden can do is it can add interest, it could fill the space, it could also provide a visual or a physical border, and it could also become a beautiful garden that allows you to have a new, a new area or a new function for that space, such as a contemplative garden or reflection garden. Um, somewhere that you can go to escape or your kids can go to escape um, or to explore. And and so these spaces don't have to be completely just left untended or unused, I guess is a better word, um, but they could have some level of access to them or through them that provide interest, that provide fun or beauty. And, and therefore, this so-called unused space becomes a low-maintenance space that has a newfound use to it. So in that way, you're actually more fully utilizing your yard with less work, which is awesome. Okay, so now that I've given you a few ways to think about how to change your yard, let's talk about some cool ideas of what you could do with your yard. And this to me is super fun stuff. And I want to fill you guys with some ideas. And I certainly want to hear from you as well. If you have any great ideas, head on over to the podcast episode page, which a link will be in the show notes. And there you can leave a comment and share your ideas as well for for other listeners to hear as well, which is super cool as well. All right, so here are a few ideas that I listed out of cool things you could do for functional spaces with your backyard. So the first, and these aren't, these aren't in any specific order, so this is just what first popped in my head here, was um, creating a sense of mystery. And if you think about the typical backyard, right, this is why I thought about this first, is the typical backyard is so wide open and it just kind of, it's just almost like um, everything's just kind of thrown out there, right? So by creating a sense of mystery to your space, what I mean is you're visually hiding some stuff to where you actually, you're drawn out or think of a guest coming to your house. They're drawn out into the backyard to kind of see what's in that space or see to fully experience that space close up. And so by by kind of obscuring some things in, in an attractive way with plantings and arrangements, um, of plants that allows you to uh, create this sense of mystery or create the sense of suspense to experience that space up close so you can see what's in it. So next you could divide your space into functions and we already talked about this somewhat and this is the idea of creating rooms in your backyard right so you might have your patio and your deck but maybe it's not you know its own unique experience so kind of in a way like 
and closing that patio somewhat, but not to a way it feels restricting, but just so it feels separate or unique of a space. And then it opens you up into the next space to experience, and so on and so forth. Next, consider placing the best places as close as possible, or the most frequently used places as close as possible. So when I think about this, I used some examples earlier, but the patio and the vegetable garden, right? So if you're out there pretty frequently, consider placing it closer to where it can be used more easily with less effort. So let's let's face it, if you're sitting there watching TV, right, and you're up on, your feet are propped up on the couch, shoes off, just relaxing, and you're like, oh, I forgot to go uh, water the garden today, and it needed to be watered because it hasn't rained, right? Well, if it's all across the backyard and, and um, you know, maybe it's just kind of cluttered or dirty or whatever outside, um, you're not going to want to go traipsing all the way across your yard as likely as you would if it was something where you could just kind of pop out back real quick right next to your back door and kind of, you know, put some water on your garden a little bit, step into the garden, see if you have any fresh tomatoes, and then pop right back inside. So maybe I'm, you know, exaggerating just a little bit, but but the reality is not much because as soon as the mind has some sort of barrier in place to an activity, it's much less likely to do it. And so consider uh, placing your best or most frequently used places as close as possible to your house. What about a secret kid's play area? I mean, think about it. As a kid, most of us had some sort of like cool secret place that we loved to go to. And putting that in your yard to where your kids can kind of, you know, it's their separate world. It's somewhere they can go and they can hide and they can explore. They can imagine and and do, you know, fun activities back there. They can be pirates or, or whatever, right? Um, uh, I love to be in a pirate, by the way. I, my favorite actually was probably being um, an Indian. You know, that's what we called it back then. I know it's not always the accepted term, but, um, you know, playing cowboys and Indians, I, I loved being the Indian because my aunt and uncle gave me this awesome, like, Indian chief headdresses when I was a kid, and it was pretty cool. Not going to lie. All right. So um, the secret kids play area can be something fascinating for your kids and something where it can be designed to be safe and to be fun and to be explorative at the same time. So just consider something like that for your kids. Uh, What about a reflection garden for you, um, your family, your friends, um, your guests that come over? So this could be kind of a little bit of an escape, right? Uh, An escape from the hustle and bustle of the world. Um, Somewhere you can go to reflect, to relax, or or something like that. Um, Creating some pollinator habitats is something that's good for the landscape creator outside of you, right? outside of your own property. So something that can attract um, beneficial insects and, and um, birds into your yard, your property for, for just your own visual enjoyment, as well as just to create some good habitat for the world around us. Um, something to consider there. Uh, what about a private retreat? So similar to a reflection area, right? So a private retreat could be something even more secluded, um, somewhere that you can kind of go to escape again or just, you know, just to relax. It could be somewhere that you have like an outdoor chair um, that you can go read in um, and, and, you know, uh, 
just to experience a different space that feels totally separate from the rest of your property. Um, what about a party pad, right? So and increasing the entertainment value of your backyard. So um, instead of just having, you know, your typical deck with um, a grill, maybe expanding that somehow, um, maybe space-wise, but also just function-wise. So what could you do to, to make it feel more comfortable for guests? What would sound like more fun? What has more space for um, entertaining? Um, maybe it could be as simple as if you go, think about um, like in public spaces, you go, you see these multifunctional pieces. Um, so what I'm talking about specifically is is a lot of public parks, they have these walls. They're low walls that serve as a border to divide spaces between different functional spaces or just different visual spaces. But a lot of times what these, these walls serve as, too, is a seat. And so could you have something like that where it's a multifunctional piece that separates your entertaining space from maybe your play space, but it also serves as additional seating for your guests to, to relax and to enjoy the space more. Okay. What about a hobby space? So maybe you have a specific hobby that you could, you could put a part of your unique self into your yard. And so creating space that enables your hobbies your primary hobbies more or your family's hobbies um, or makes it feel like part of your. So think of a, a very typical one that some people do is like a, a putting green, right? So people that love golf, they'll put in a little putting green just to practice and to have fun. Or maybe your family loves the beach. Maybe you could put in like a beach like area that is kind of, you know, a little secluded space that you can get a little sun in and have some fun and feel like you're on the beach or something. But it could be something more than just the, you know, the experience of relaxation. Maybe Maybe it's something that um, if you're an artisan that gives you a creative space to actually work outside on your on your work and to be out in a more creative space than inside a physical structure when there's good enough weather to to do your woodworking or your painting or whatever um, your artwork may be. Okay, what about a pet hangout? If you have a pet, a lot of times these days, let's face it, our pets are a part of our family. And so creating a space that's also fun and conducive for both you and your pet can be something that can really add to the rewarding experience of pet ownership. And so how does your pet view your space and what's the most conducive way to have a space that you enjoy and allows your pet to enjoy as well? And the last idea I have here is what about a heat retreat? And so what I mean by this is somewhere you can experience um, the outdoor um just more outdoors than you typically would uh, during the hot summer months, right? So something that could provide you a retreat from all the hot weather and you can still be outside. So specifically here is shaded areas that allow open breeze to flow through. And so it cools the space by having um, openness to allow breeze to come into your space but also plenty of shade at the same time to provide you shade from the sun and and exposure and you can relax more in that space at more times of the day throughout the year. Okay, so guys, that's primarily what I have today. I hope those ideas kind of got your wheels turning. That's obviously not a comprehensive list of what you could do with your backyard, but just some ideas that I came up with quickly to to really kind of help you start to think about what could you really do with your yard? What would be fun to do with your yard? And what would be fun for your family in your yard as well? 
So remember, this isn't just about you, but also your family and how they might experience it and how you guys could get the most out of that space while saving the most work on that space at the same time. So I kind of want to wrap up there for the day. Check out the links in today's show notes. Um, I mentioned a few episodes. I'm also going to throw in a, a, a link to episode five, which talks about design. So some good design basics that you can really enhance your work in your landscape. If you follow some of these design basics, it can really enhance the beauty of your space. All right, guys, that's pretty much a wrap for the day. So if you have any questions about this topic on today's episode or maybe any other previous episodes or you just come across something in your yard that you have a question on, just shoot me a note at, you know, over at easylivingyards.com slash pod. There's a button right at the top that says ask a question and you can get featured on the podcast if you like. If you'd rather not, just let me know that you'd rather not have your question featured, but Ask me a question. I'm happy to get back to you and try and answer as best I can uh, regarding your question. And likewise, if you guys, if this just seems overwhelming, maybe you're having a difficulty really coming up with some good ideas for your space or you're really having difficulty trying to conceptualize how you can actually create a better unified space, a better, more functional space with your yard. Well, I do offer consultation. If that's something right for you, check it out at easylivingyards.com slash consulting. And of course, along with the question uh, link, I have a link for that in the show notes as well. So I look forward to hearing from you. And I also look forward to talking to you guys in the next episode. So with that, guys, thanks for tuning in and make sure you live with passion and make tomorrow better than today.